hovering over the skies of a post-Christian society, we have spotted a man with a donut in one hand oh. and rosary beads in another. Child, I'm about to whoop Satan's behind. He is boldly proclaiming truth and reason like no rigid Catholic ever has before. The David L. Gray Show begins now. Heaven. Jesus loves you and is there for you. Welcome in to the David L. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason on the Guadalupe Radio Network, which is radio for your soul. And we begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So, my Jesus, forgive us of our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls of heaven, especially those most need thy mercy. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. St. Dom de Guzman, pray for us. Venerable Pierre Toussaint, pray for us. So what are we talking about today? Well, it is the last um, last show of the month, so you don't have to hear a monologue from me. How's that? Your day's already better, right? No, just kidding. I know that's, that's why you listen to the show. You want to hear what David L. Gray has to say about something interesting, something the most important thing you have to hear for that day. For 20 minutes, I get to a pie. No, but it's the last day of the uh, last show of the month, so he got a couple of guests on. We're going to have Adrian Francesca, who is a producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show uh, here on Guadalupe Rare Network. He'll, he'll be on shortly to, to talk about what happened this month. So that's going to be interesting. Look forward to him. And as always, at the end of the month, we get to hear from our usually from our favorite financial advisor, our Catholic favorite Catholic financial advisor, that's Mr. Kevin Pilon. He'll be on to answer your finance questions from a Catholic perspective. So call in at 877-757-9424. That's 877-757-9424 to ask Kevin a question. Um, also, uh, while Adrian is here, um, tune in to see what, um, see what happened this month. So we're going to talk about a lot of things with him, you know, what's going on in the the Ukraine, um, what's, um, what's been going on this month in, in, in the Catholic sphere. So, and um, Kevin, I think, you know, Kevin Peline, he had a new baby. So we're going to talk about baby finance, <laughs> you know, how to finance for a new child. Uh, what's going on with the cryptocurrency has been a lot of fluctuation there. What's going on with, with inflation. So that's the show today. And as always, I just appreciate you tuning, tuning in. Thanks for allowing me to be part of your day as you drive home or drive to where you're going or if you're listening online i just really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life this time every week this is the david o gray show voicing truth and reason on guadalupe radio network the producer miss cecil anderson is here how's it going cecil it's going pretty well david how are you doing doing well as well i um Man, I can't believe it's almost already February. It's oh my amazing. gosh! Don't talk to me about that. That's it. Really concerns me. <laughs> I feel like I blinked <laughs> and half the. I mean, the month just went by. <laughs> yeah, it's just unfair. And I turned fifty this year, right? Well, you know, I um, I count. I started counting my age on my conception day. So because I was born in September. I would like to think, you know, mathematically, I was born sometime in December. So I always say December 19th is like my real birthday, my conception day. Nice. Um, so technically, as far as my cells and chromosomes go, I'm already 
<laughs> 50, right? We just had that conversation in the office in the last couple of weeks because I said, you know, it'd be much more of a pro-life um perspective to when people are when you are born obviously it's a birthday so we'd have to kind of change like you'd say it'd have to be like conception day you know mm. to say that you know you're already nine months old but, um, <laughs> but also i realized how much we would wreck the baby clothing industry because oh, they have you'd yeah. have to like completely change six months would not be six months anymore it'd be 15 oh, months and it would just yeah. oh, it'd be a full turnover it's too late i think we've gone too far <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point sister because that's all that matters you know how things are organized in yeah. the baby aisle <laughs> It is, you know, poor, poor company's going to be like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. I wish we did know our conception day, though, but you just, you just never know. You just never know for, for certain, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But um, so today is a fun day. So we're, um, I got, we're going to play What's True with Cecil Anderson. So What's True, you probably remember this game from a few weeks ago uh, where we yeah. asked Cecil three questions, and she has to figure out which one is the fake story. And I did really well last time. Yeah, you put Florida Man, which is <laughs> going a good way to go. It is, it is. I, I, I lost. I lost the game. <laughs> My record right now is zero for zero, so I guess that means I've got nothing to lose, right? I mean, I, I right. don't have, like, a streak of winning. Yeah. And if all else fails, I can have a streak of losing. <laughs> but, Cecil, here's the thing. You have some extra weight on your shoulders today because you're going to be playing for Lori. Lori is one of my, my patrons over on Patreon. She's been a patron since September. And so if you get the question right, Lori will get a copy of my favorite book, which is The Divine Symphony and Escortium to the Theology of the Catholic Mass, which is written by a person whom almost no one except for myself thinks will be a uh, get the title of doctor of the church one day so yeah the author is me <laughs> <laughs> i was like where are we going with that <laughs> right 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 right, right. Oh, so wait hold on a second <laughs> i don't like this pressure <laughs> i'm so sorry in advance lori yeah so oh so we'll yeah so we'll, we'll see if if um Cecil can win lori a copy of this book that's going to be a classic one day so are you ready, Cecil Anderson? Yes. Yes. Right. And if you're watching online on one of the streams on YouTube or the Facebook or the Twitter, um, please chime in and, and um, give your guests as well. Yeah, bail Cecil out. All right. <laughs> All, right. All right. So here's the first story. A North Carolina veteran turned a restaurant meal into a mega millions jackpot after he used the numbers from his fortune cookie to win a $4 million prize. Gabriel Fierro and his wife eats at Red Bull Asian Bistro in Charlotte, North Carolina, about once a week, according to the North Carolina Educational Lottery. Last week, however, their cookies were extra fortunate, Sizzle. Okay. <laughs> Fierro decided on a whim to play his fortune cookie numbers last Tuesday's drawing and ended up with the largest win in the history of the online play in the state. So that's story number one. Wow. Story number two. A Sicilian mafia fugitive who was on a run for nearly 20 years was caught after being spotted on Google Street View. Gamino, a notorious Sicilian mob boss, was jailed in prison since the 1980s, but managed to escape from prison in Rome in 2020, and I'm sorry, in 2002, when a film was being made at that prison. He has evaded capture ever since until a Facebook profile of a now closed Sicilian restaurant revealed a photo of Gamino 
recognizable by a scar on the left side of his chin. After his December 17th arrest, Gamino reportedly told police, how did you find me? I haven't phoned my family in over 10 years. Oh my gosh. Third story. A Southern Ohio man and his neighbors in the town of Ironton were shocked to discover that they were living on top of the remnants of an underground railroad used to help escaped slaves cross over from Kentucky to Ohio. What makes the story most ironic is that Cliff Purcell was formerly the Grand Master of the Knights and Ku Klux Klan chapter in Ironton, and this land had been in his family since the American Revolution. The Underground Railroad Tunnel was discovered while contractors were building the in-ground pool Cliff's backyard were digging on the site. The Ohio Historical Society said that the tunnels date back to 1843 and have since submitted an application to make Cliff's property a historical landmark. When asked what he thought about his family being active in helping um, slaves escape to freedom, Cliff had no comment, Sissel. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. It concerns me. I mean, it's interesting to me that two of these are real. Um, that's always that's always the, the interesting bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. So we got basically. Let me let me summarize. We have a fortune cookie that wins the lottery. Basically, the numbers right. on a fortune cookie. That's right. pretty pretty epic, honestly, if that's true. Um, and then we also also he eats eats there once a week. Has he been trying these lottery numbers for like <laughs> using like every week? Has he used like the until he won? Yeah, um, exactly. That's what I want to know. Um, and then uh, the second one was about the. Uh, oh gosh, I've already forgot. Oh, it's about the mobs, the guy from the mob being yeah. basically found on Google Maps, which honestly to me sounds pretty realistic because I feel like we've caught a lot of weird things on Google Map cameras. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, so I feel like that one is sounds pretty legit. Um, gosh, and then the last one, the Ku Klux Klan guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his family the... had owned this property forever. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Oh man, the pressure. Okay, I think I my guess my guess is. Is that the last story is the false story, the uh, building the pool, discovering the tunnel um, that was part of the Underground Railroad. That is false. So does Lori win the prize yeah. of the Divine Symphony according to Theology of the Catholic Mass? Lori does win that what? book. Congratulations, Lori. Good job, Cecil. Goodness, I would have felt terrible if I had lost. I was trying really hard, but that one sounded the most um, like it, that sounded actually pretty legitimate. But I was like, you know, it's probably the crazy ones. I learned yeah. after last time. Yeah. And Jim on the YouTube, he thought the second story was false. And that, you know, when uh, my wife was in here, you know, I'm reading these stories to her. That's the one she went with as well. Because I thought, I thought, I thought that was the great story because. He escaped Sissel yes. from a prison while film was being made there. I mean, like, that, that doesn't even sound real to me. But. No, that's true. It, it really doesn't. Um, but at the same time, I've played a lot of GeoGuessr, and I've seen some weird stuff. So okay. I think, you know, okay. like, they, the cameras have caught some interesting, you know, just I've always wondered if ever something like that would have happened. So I'm kind of happy <laughs> to know that that is the case. You're always being watched, guys. Like, right. don't commit crimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and good for for good 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 great congratulations, Lori. Um, I'll definitely get you that book in the mail. And thank you, Sissel. Woo! <laughs> so what's going on at the outside of the station? I know we still have the 
the raffle going on for yes. the Mercedes Benz. We do. We still have a few more weeks to buy the tickets for the 2022 Mercedes Benz GLA 250. It's a compact SUV in night black, and all the proceeds help support the Guadalupe Radio Network. And you can go uh, online to get your tickets at grnonline.com forward slash raffle, or you can contact your local manager and um, on grnonline.com as well. And uh, yeah, buy the tickets. The drawing is February 21st. I believe we cut off ticket sales on February 21st, so you just have a few uh, weeks okay. left. So okay. uh, maybe a good Valentine's Day present. You could mm. give them a, someone a ticket, and then they might win that car. It'd be pretty cool. So it's a chance yeah. to win, but it's a guarantee to support Catholic Radio. Yeah, that's, that's that's important. Somebody has to pay the bills. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's going on on Back to the Father this week with Dave Palmer? Well, that's a great question. I completely forgot to ask Dave what we're talking about this week. <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be fun. Yes. Hey, what's that? What's that game you guys play at the beginning of the show? What What is that? Oh, we do the well. So we do a couple things. The first part, sometimes we do um, away a day where we away in a day. We, yeah. uh, we do find something in nature um, and uh, that and take a picture of it that we saw and it we kind of talk about how it reminds us of god and sh- lo- mm. helps us understand more because that was very something something obviously that saint thomas aquinas was really into was looking around in nature and that nature could reveal because it's god's creation more about god to us uh still not 100 percent sold on the whole cockroach thing um but <laughs> <laughs> that's been a discussion we've had many times but um, we do that, and at the end of the show, uh, we do a trivia game uh, called Give Dave Summa to Think About, and he gives it right back. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like a way in the day, because I, I, mean, I mean, Aquinas would have probably picked that up from Aristotle, because that was one of the things mm-hmm. that he definitely believed that you just, if you, if you observe a thing long enough, it just tells you what it is. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's awesome. So then, in sandwich in between that, we learn about some aspect of the Summa uh theologica with uh dave and he explains it in a very easy to understand way and we all ask the questions that uh hopefully all the listeners have as well and it's an interactive show so definitely join us that's two fridays at 2 p.m on all our streaming platforms right Mm -hmm. absolutely thanks sissel of course and make sure you download the guadalupe radio network app on your smartphone listen to us all day in our programming starting in the morning with the catholic drive time show with joe mcclain adrian francesca which will be on here in about two minutes and that show starts um in the mornings at 6 a.m central standard time also subscribe to the guadalupe radio network on all the social media platforms like facebook youtube and the twitter this is the david l gray show voicing truth and reason on guadalupe radio network which is radio for your soul. Quick break. Afterwards, Adrian Francesca, producer of the Capital Drive Time Show. Stay tuned. Keeping you informed and inspired. Hi, Joe McLean here, host of the Catholic Drive Time. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central, 7 Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. News and information, Catholic conversation, inspiration, fun, and prizes are involved. Log on to our website to get all the details, to find all the information, the podcast, the videos, and so much more. GRNonline.com. That's GRNonline.com forward slash CDT. God love you.
Hello, how would you like a chance to win a Mercedes-Benz? What's up with the accent, Dave? Oh, hey, Cecil. Just putting on a posh accent, because this year with the GRN, we're raffling off a pretty... Oh, you mean the 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250? That's right. And no... that all listeners need to do to get their tickets is to contact their general manager or visit grnonline.com forward slash raffle, and that all the funds raised go to the GRN. Tickets are only one for $25 or five for 100 Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I took over your spot again, didn't I? Well, it was probably for the best. Cheerio! Hi, this is Len Oswald, president of the Guadalupe Radio Network, and I wanted you to meet two more GRN family members, Josefa and Rudy. Josefa Barrios Ansuras joined the GRN on November 8, 2021. She is the GRN's business and operations assistant. Josefa and her son, Adrian, live in Midland, Texas. She loves to help her dad with work on the family farm along with her son, and riding horses. Rudy Carlos is the co-host of the GRN's Catholic Drive Time Morning Show. Rudy joined the GRN on November 22nd, 2021. He and his wife Ashley have one daughter named Marie. Rudy and his family relocated from California to join the GRN in Houston. His hobbies include bookbinding, photography, and fixing things. We are so thankful to our GRN family for all they do to keep the Guadalupe Radio Network stations on the air. This has been your GRN Family Minute. Welcome back in to the David L. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason on Guadalupe Radio Network. We have someone really famous in the studio today. You, you may hear him in the morning on the Catholic Drive Time Show. He's a producer there, Adrian Francesca. Welcome on, Adrian. Howdy, howdy. Praise be to God. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. So at the end of the month, this is what we do. We um just trying to figure out what happened this month. And so I know you're a great resource for that because... um. You talk about this stuff every day on a Catholic drive time show, but you also have a, a podcast. Talk about that for a moment. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, the Ca Catholic Conversations is the name of my podcast. I get away from talking about the news because I we talk about that Monday through Friday, every day, 6 to 8 a.m. Central, 7 to 9 uh, Eastern. And uh, so Catholic Conversations, I talk about theology, philosophy, whatever interests me. So the last couple of weeks, I've been reading the sermons of St. Vincent Ferrer. I'm a huge fan of Dominicans. And I myself was once a Dominican. And, uh, you know, so praise be to God for that. And uh, that's kind of the short end of that stick. Yeah, yeah, I know we had that in common. We both love Dominican spirituality. So, but you, you were, you were actually discerning it. So I thought that was, that was phenomenal. So, yes, praise be to God for it. Love it. What shocked you this month? In the news. Oh, so much, so much. <laughs> uh, I mean, where do you even begin? I think uh, one thing to just just to just bring, I was making a joke of maybe I should do this, is create a show called like the memory hole and just talk about things that get memory hold in the month. Uh, because yeah. did you remember there was that time when uh, someone, uh, there was a hostage situation in Texas and there was some guy from the UK that did it. And the guy just so happened to uh, not be British and happened to just be a uh, Mohammedan. <laughs> Uh, isn't that strange? Man, that sounds like what I just played this game with Sissel where she had to get like tell, tell me which story was false on tour of three. And that's like one of those ones that like what? That's amazing. I, I know it. It's crazy. It's absurd. And uh, yeah. there the bomb that happened in Nashville. There's that that happened. Uh, but on top of those stories that just get memory hold. But you yeah. have I mean, of course, you have Russia, Vladimir Putin. Uh, we're going to be coming in on a war with the Ukraine, possibly. Uh, which yeah. might lead to a World War Three. That would be not ideal. 
Yeah, so what's going and, on there? Because I know you had a, a guest on the other day. He, he's kind of digging into that a little bit more. And I know um, Ukraine has like a whole Catholic population. I, so what's going on? Is it like, is that the real deal? Or is it just um, Putin staging troops again for some sort of purpose? Yeah, so that's, that's a good question. Uh, the best source, I would highly recommend going to GRN Online's YouTube channel and checking out the interview we did. Uh, Bree Dale and Matt Dooley did because they mm-hmm. uh, they did a whole like 30 minute segment just on this topic. And so I highly recommend checking that out. But from a little bit of a different perspective, because you're going to hear everybody talking about the Ukraine issue right now, uh, just a little bit of a different perspective is what is going on with the Orthodox Church in Russia right. and in right. the Ukraine? Uh, yeah. We look at this from the religious perspective. What do we think about with this? And the Ukraine and the Orthodox Church had a schism just weeks before all the announcements about the war that was happening. And they went completely unnoticed, especially among Catholics, because we're like, eh, we're Catholic. We don't really care about the internal conflicts with the Orthodox. And this was huge, though, because Vladimir Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, he said that the Kremlin's stance, he said, quote, in the event that the that the events which are developing take the course of illegal activities, then of course, just as Russia defends the interest of Russians and Russian speakers, and Putin has spoken about this many times, Russia will defend the interest of the Orthodox. Mm. That is, this is an absolutely grounded and absolutely understandable position. So it is interesting, and I'd be curious to see what people who know more about the situation than I do uh, to actually look into uh, the, the situation with the Orthodox Church and the schism there, because it seems like out of the spokesman's mouth that there is going, there is a connection with the schism uh, with Russia that are that is going to have dire effects. Wow, yeah, that that is a different perspective altogether. Wow, I didn't I think that a lot of people didn't know that. It's very, very interesting. So, uh, President Biden, um, who is you know, you know, like I guess he's elected, whatever. But his poll number, <laughs> his poll numbers have been like plummeting, and it's hard to believe that he actually cares. I mean, he was just. Uh, you know, he had this press conference. He doesn't have many, but mm-hmm. you know, he called this this reporter from Fox a, a son of Yikes. a, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yep. He hasn't declared. Calling... He hasn't even said he's running for re-election yet. But it's hard to believe that someone who's just this bad at his job, who had, I mean, this this is one reason why I don't think a person needs experience to get a job because it seems like the people who have the most experience do the worst job sometimes, right? Honestly, I mean, if we think about what happened with uh, President Trump, he came in, he said that the press was the enemy of the people, which we're seeing more and more is actually the case. And yeah. what happens, the, the president, uh, President Biden goes out and uses expletives to describe uh, the press to their face and nobody, everybody, nobody bats an eye. It's like, whatever. Okay. Just another day. And I'm sure yeah. he does it all the time behind the scenes. He was saying this and it wasn't a hot mic moment. Everybody calling it a hot mic moment. Trust me. I know hot mic moments. I've had many of them, <laughs> <laughs> but a, he, he was standing in front of the microphone during the interview when it was asked a question and responded to it in front of the microphone. This was not a hot mic moment. Uh, no, trust me, I know all about those. But no, <laughs> no I mean, this, it's hard this to, is Biden just being himself, right? Just saying exactly, exactly what's on his mind. Yeah, exactly. And the other problem is he we're making these claims that oh his his numbers are plummeting, this that and the other. 
I don't believe that at all because I don't believe his numbers were ever that high to begin with. <laughs> I don't I don't trust. And it, just like Joe Biden said, he doesn't trust the polls. I don't trust the polls from six months ago or a year exactly. ago. Exactly. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, I mean, just there's so many stories that are absolutely ridiculous. Here's another one. Canada bans conversion therapy and as and it will imprison people up to five years in prison. But your average person will come out and be like, well, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with banning conversion therapy. Isn't that whenever they like electrocute people, but just for uh, having same sex attraction? No, that's not exactly. That's not at all what is happening. I'll read to you what it says. It says the bill defines conversion therapy as quote a practice, treatment, or service designed to change a person's sexual orientation to heterosexual, change a person's gender identity to cisgender. Cisgender means heterosexual. Change a person's gender expression so that it conforms to the sex assigned to the person at birth. It goes on, but I'll leave it there. The important point here is that it's only illegal to try to convince a child that he is normal. If a child thinks that he is pansexual, transsexual, asexual, two-souled, any one of the LGBTQI2SAPPA uh, part of the acronym, then you are actually uh, then you are actually committing a crime if you try to tell them they're not one of those wow. uh, expressions of the gender spectrum, uh, so, so-called gender spectrum. So that's the one of the huge concerning because outright this is essentially just banning Christianity because that this applies yeah. to preachers. If you were preaching the <laughs> Genesis three, if you went out and just read the gospel, if you just went out and said that in the beginning it was not so, uh, for a, a man shall leave his father and mother and cling to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, that can throw you and get you in prison for up to five years. Or reading paragraphs from the catechism as well. Right, that too. Uh, any number of things, any, just just t telling your kids, uh, if he says, I'm a girl, and you say, no, Johnny, you're actually a boy. No, that could get you thrown in prison in Canada right now. So, and what happens in Canada comes to the States just a few years later. Wow. So That's they ban normalcy. Huge so it's, they're, they're imprisoning people for just teaching normalcy. That, that's that, that's exactly amazing. so that happened this month what else <laughs> what else uh, yeah i know there's i have a whole list of things that happened number four number four on this list uh after school satan club in illinois we're seeing more and more satanic stuff so uh, up north in canada they're promoting uh lgbt ideology and the states were promoting satanism so i mean are we really that great do we really have the moral high ground here i don't know but the uh we're having after school satan clubs in illinois districts and they're <laughs> And it's crazy because we Satanism, this is the problem with promotion of religious freedom as it is articulated in the United States, uh, at least as it is articulated today in the United States. Because, you know, when Thomas Jefferson wrote The Separation of Church and State, he was trying to protect the religion from the state, not mm -hmm. the state from religion. That's an important thing to know. But the after-school Satan clubs is promoting themselves as this non-theistic uh, articulation of just gen this having a hangout spot. And so they're saying that, oh, we don't actually worship the devil. We don't actually believe these things. But my friends at the TFP, they're asking me to help me help them write 10 uh, refuting the lies of after school Satan clubs. And one of the points that we were making in this article that we're going to, that they're going to be handing out to people at this event that they're going to be protesting is the fact that even if they claim to not worship Satan because they say they're non theistic, it is like saying that, that doing the actions automatically geared themselves towards the worship of satan just like even if you go yeah. to mass 
and you don't believe in the Eucharist, the Eucharist is still the Eucharist, no matter what you believe. So if you start doing it just because you're trying to mock religion and just because you think the devil is a symbol of of a counter of a revolutionary spirit, yeah. then you are still worshiping the devil, even if you don't think so. Yeah. Wow. That's another concerning story. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 very extremely concerning. And where were the, the sort of parents? So all the parents weren't on board with this, though, were they? Yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, there is a, I mean, there's some parents who are saying, oh, well, you know, if we have to, if we, if we let the evangelicals uh, have their room and have their mm. after school club, I think they're, they have a, there's an evangelical group called the gospel something that have it. And the Satanists are doing this in response to them. So they're saying, well, they're allowed to be here. Why can't we? And they had a statue. So recently, and uh, they had a, Baphomet, who we rebuke in Jesus' name, uh, statue put in the, the uh, state, the uh, state capitol, mm -hmm. uh, and they had it there because the Catholics put out a nativity scene. They said, well, if you can have a nativity scene, then why can't we have a Baphomet, who we rebuke in Jesus' name, statue there as well? And so this is the problem that we have with these uh, ideas. Evil should be repressed. Evil, evil has no rights is a, com is a common mantra of the Catholic Church. So these evil ideas, we need parents to stand up and rebuke this. But because they've been so imbued with these ideas of liberalism, that they think that it's okay that these things are available for kids. They say, well, my kids won't be going to this. And so exactly. it's okay if someone else sends their kids there, but I won't let my kids go. And that is a huge problem. We need parents to stand up, not for just the rights of their own kids, but the rights of God as well. And most primarily, we always forget, we modern man thinks, that the only sin you can commit is a sin against your neighbor. That's not true. Primarily, the ultimate sin is sin against God. And that's why we have to make reparation for sins against God, as well as try to convert our neighbor. But primarily, sins against God are the worst of sins. Yeah. Adrian, thanks for coming on telling us what happened this month. Man, that was that was some real, some real dark stuff, man. Wow. I know it. And they call me Debbie Downer at the office. So there you go. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> man. We're going to have to wait a little while before you have, have you back on here, Adrian. I don't know about this. <laughs> so, so make sure we don't book this guy again. <laughs> Thanks, Adrian. God bless you. God bless you. God love you. God love you too. And that's all we know about that for now. Right after the break, Kevin Pilon, financial advisor, will be on. So give us some sound financial advice from a Catholic perspective. This is the David L. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason on the Guadalupe Radio Network, which is radio for yourself. A neighbor who we've spoken to, you know, just in greeting, but who I don't believe has ever spoken back to us, out of the blue, uh, surprised us. One day we were getting the kids in the car for mass and asked us if we were going to mass. I was dumbstruck for about probably 10 seconds. It was great that we were, had an opportunity to share about our parish and that we were Catholic. Turned out she was Catholic too, and she assumed we were because of the bumper sticker on our car. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. So you're driving to work while listening to Catholic Drive Time. But you're not just driving any car. 
You're driving a midnight black 2022 GLA 250. Make 2022 your year by supporting the GRN and possibly winning a GLA 250 by going to grnonline.com and buying five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. Raffle ends February 21st and you must be 18 or older to participate. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. Welcome back in to David O. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason on the Guadalupe Radio Network, which is radio for you. So last day of the month, last show of the month, rather, uh, is that time when we usually have our favorite financial advisor. That's Kevin P. Line on the show, and it happens to be that day. Welcome back on, Kevin. It's good to see you again. How have you been? Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I've been doing good. I think this is the first time. Yeah, Happy New Year, my friend. I know it's our first time talking in the new year. A lot has happened in my life. I'm sure a lot has happened in your life over the last month or two as well. Nothing, nothing like having a new baby, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, full 10 days into it. Man. So, that, yeah, that explains all the facial hair. If you're watching on the live streams, you see Kevin, who usually comes on with a very clean face and looking like his youthful self, is looking about eh, three years older today. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I have about... Three times the gray hair, so uh, I'm feeling the fullness of it. This is our fourth kid. Um, you know, she was born. It, it was a heavy week, David. She was born uh, almost to the minute um, as my uncle passed away on the same day. And, wow, uh, you know, man. So just a lot happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, she's amazing, and our kids are doing great with her. Our Her older siblings love hanging out with her and love to hold her, and I'm trying to get them changing diapers as soon as possible so I can delegate that. But, uh, yeah. you know, three-year-olds aren't that good at changing diapers. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that could be a bad bad thing. So so what's the count now between boys and girls? We have two boys and now two girls. Awesome. And so, yeah, yeah my condolences about your, your uncle passing away. We definitely pray for his soul. Did you happen to give your daughter his name? No. No, uh, I did not. But because um, I was hoping, yeah, make sure you didn't have your make, name your daughter David or or um, or Stan or anything like that. So yeah, I know we're going with a, a a nice, a little bit more feminine name. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic, man. So it's been an interesting month so far. Um, in in you know when it comes to finance and those things that you've been helping us through. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I, I, wanted to, I wanted to start right there since this is something you're in right now. You have a new baby in the family. Um, most of the time, people have nine months to prepare for this thing, right? So <laughs> so you have yep. some time, right? And if you're, if you're, if you're planning your family, um, you have a lot more time. You have some sort of idea like, okay, you know, we're open to God, what God's going to do in our life with babies. Um, and, and participating in his process of procreation and, and bringing new life into the world. So we have time to think about things and prepare for these things. And like I said, typically you have nine months to prepare for a new baby. But talk us through that as far as leading up to, you know, what, what things you want to th- be thinking about financially leading up during the process of the nine months and then how are you thinking as far as future terms, as far as, um, you know, you have a new person in your family, you have, you have to feed, clothe, and shelter. What does that look like as far as planning? Yeah, so, you know, I can tell you how we do it. And, um, you know, I can tell you how I've advised others to do it as well. You know, it really depends on, on the situation you find yourself in. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, David, we do what we can, and then we leave the rest up to God. You know, that's really the mantra. Do what you can, leave the rest up to God. And so it's that part where we do what we can, that there's a lot of leeway and a lot of wiggle room. You can have goalposts that are really wide. So for us, um, you know, for instance, if you take part in a high deductible health plan, then you know that this baby is going to cost you several thousand dollars nine months down the road. And so you can prepare by putting extra money into a health savings account. So for those of you who have health savings accounts and use them, they're fantastic. They're not only fantastic while you're working, but if you don't use the funds, you can actually use them for a healthcare costs and healthcare premium costs in retirement tax-free. Um, they're kind of the triple crown of, of, uh, of tax write-offs because money goes in, it comes off of your earned income, it doesn't show up on taxable income, it grows tax-deferred. When you take it out for medical expenses, it's tax-free. HSAs are incredible and they don't expire. And so um, as a little side note, HSAs are even helping some people retire early, David, because they can use their HSA funds to pay those astronomical premiums before age 65 right now. And in Minnesota, anyways, the premiums of self-insuring till you get to Medicare age are quite high. And so um, people who have HSAs are finding themselves a lot of flexibility when they get to their 50s and 60s. So for us, that means having thousands of dollars in an HSA to pay for the birth and what could happen because you don't know what might happen. Um, You don't have to contribute to HSAs a little at a time. So if you're putting it out of your paycheck, that's great. But also know that you can put lump sums into HSAs at the beginning of the year or the end of the year and Mm -hmm. fill them up for the year. And the limits keep going up and up every year. They're right around uh, $7,000 is what can go to an HSA. But those numbers are always tweaking, so uh, don't quote me exactly on that. I've always believed so, those. I haven't. I've never. I never did one myself, but I think I want to because I think I definitely want to get some uh, some dental work in the next couple of years. So, so this from from your from your paycheck, this is your money, but you're able to put it into this HSA tax free. This is money that isn't that's coming out of your paycheck um, if you're doing it through through that mechanism. And so it's coming out of there, but it isn't being hit with um, your um, income tax, correct? Yeah, so let's use an example. Let's say you made $100,000 to use a round number, and you had put $5,000 into a health savings account in that year. What you're going to see is that 
your actual income that shows up that they can tax is 95000 So that 5000 awesome. just disappears off the top. That's what yeah. they mean by tax deductible. It's not part of your taxable income. Um, in addition, when the money comes out, it's not taxed either. You know, for instance, if you're putting money into your 401k or an IRA, you're getting that same tax deduction. But when you're retired and pull the money out, then it will be taxed at your tax rate then. So it's different than a retirement account um, in, in that regard. Yeah, that's awesome. Because that, that's, that's also beneficial down the road when you're doing your, your income taxes. So that's that. Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's definitely awesome. And. Any other things that people want to consider? Um, I know we put things in God's hands, like you said, but anything else that comes to mind? Sorry, my, my sound's getting weird here. Okay. Was there anything else that comes to mind when it comes to preparing for uh, the baby? It looks like Kevin's having a couple of sound difficulties, so... Let's go to a two-minute break, and um, soon, soon as we we come back, we'll try to get Kevin back on. Um, this is the David L. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason on the Guadalupe Radio Network, which is radio for your soul. A neighbor who we've spoken to, you know, just in greeting, but who I don't believe has ever spoken back to us, out of the blue, uh, surprised us. One day we were getting the kids in the car for mass and asked us if we were going to mass. I was dumbstruck for about probably 10 seconds. It was great that we had an opportunity to share about our parish and that we were Catholic. Turned out she was Catholic too, and she assumed we were because of the bumper sticker on our car. The Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. So you're driving to work while listening to Catholic Drive Time. But you're not just driving any car. You're driving a midnight black 2022 GLA 250. Make 2022 your year by supporting the GRN and possibly winning a GLA 250 by going to grnonline.com and buying five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. Raffle ends February 21st, and you must be 18 or older to participate. We are back on the David O. Gray Show, voicing truth and reason on Guadalupe Radio Network, which is ready for you. So, hey, we have Kevin Peeline on, who's our favorite Catholic financial advisor. If you want to, if you add, want to ask him a question, um, call in 877-757-9424. That's 877-757-9424. We have links to where you can find him at online. If you have a, a more of a personal financial matter, you want some more specific guidance. He is a professional financial advisor with the Rivents, so he can definitely be an aid to you with financial planning and a life planning. Um, anything, he, he, he has it covered. That's Kevin Pilon. That's um, last name, P-I-L-O-N. If you just type that into your um, search browser, you can find him there. Kevin, Brat's mom, she's in the house. She says, hello. Brat's mom, I'm in the house. <laughs> she wants to um, know, where do I find a good Catholic lawyer to set up a trust and will? 
Did she need a lawyer for that, or is that something a financial advisor um, does? Yeah, so the the financial planning uh, paths often run on parallel tracks, and sometimes they cross paths. And so when you're looking at legal documents, it's always going to be legal work. So when you're looking at something like a will or a trust, um, that's going to be lawyers that are setting those up. Um, of course, David, uh, oftentimes that's going to be in conjunction with your financial planner and advisor, um, because they'll be the ones that are uh, giving you that advice that, yeah, you need this, here's why, um, or I think it makes sense to talk to a lawyer, here's why. Um, but when it comes to finding uh, good Catholic ones, uh, I don't have any straightforward answer for you, Brad's mom. Um, you know, they are, are few and far between. I know that there are good Catholics practicing uh, family law. There are good pra uh, Catholics that are practicing uh, estate planning law specific. Um, you know, what you want to do first is you want to find someone who's, who's competent. So that's going to be someone who specializes in estate planning because those are the ones who focus primarily on trust and the issues that go around trusts. Um, they're going to be more versed in wills. If you get kind of a general practice attorney or a family lawyer, what you're going to have are people that are doing all sorts of legal work for all sorts of different people. And they can often be the, a great uh, first stop or, or great for a lot of things. But when it comes to estate planning, things can get pretty complicated mm. in some instances. So you do want to find an estate planning attorney. I would say, Brad's mom, start there. Start with someone who is competent. Um, and then uh, come in armed with the questions that you have to make sure that your needs are being met. I have found that um, lawyers will do what people are are looking to have done. That's the mm. thing. You talk to an attorney, say, this is what I want to have done. They're going to help you do it. Whether or not they're Catholic, they're going to go with your wishes the best they can under the law. So it's up to you to be armed with the knowledge of what can I do and what can't I do, or what should I do or what shouldn't I do as a Catholic. Um, mm. So I would say start there. Um, but that makes me think I'll, I will, for you, Brad, some, I will look up and see if there are any specific, um, Catholic attorney, uh, uh, like search engines or things like that, where you can find, um, you know, you can find Catholic collectives of various sorts out there right now. Maybe there's one of Catholic estate planning attorneys. I'll look for you and I'll send it into David if I find one. Awesome. And, uh, I was talking to my friend this morning. He's, um, cause he, he's cracking up. Cause so, you know, the, the, the crypto thing has, I think I lost maybe like uh, risk, risk something. Kevin lost 50% of his value or something in just a, a few days. And so um, there is on the application I use, you know, I can see where there's a, always these particular times of day, Kevin, when people seem to sell off. Right. And so I was telling my friends, so last night, you know, just, you know, just a few hundred dollars uh, went in that usual time. And I bought, you know, a bunch of, bunch, bunch of um, crypto. And then first thing in the morning, I sold it off and I, you know, I was excited. I texted him and said, Hey, John, I made $5. Right. <laughs> I said, if, if I do this every day, you know, buy and sell, you know, at these times that people always sell off, you know, you know, man, $5 times 365, I can make, you know, almost $2,000, you know, but who, who has time for that? Right. But I mean, it, 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 but what's going on? Why did people decide to get rid of all their crypto and, I know you were telling me that this is kind of tied into inflation. What's going on in the economy? There's a lot going on, and it's been going on for a number of months. You know, we talked about it pretty extensively in November, and those same factors are still in play when you talk about supply chain issues, uh, shipping issues, um, 
staffing issues on macro scale, like being able to get employees to drive semi trucks, being able to get people to unload ships at docks, being able to get people who are at work. Now, those things are starting to shift. But what's different from November now is that you have the Fed stepping in and announcing uh, policy changes or interest rate changes specifically. Mm. And what you'll find is that markets generally take dips on news. So whenever there's news that comes out, you'll find that financial markets like to go down. And that's because um, it's like riding the wave of, of uh, you're like, it's a herd mentality. So sell-offs beget sell-offs. So a big institution has a big sell-off. It moves the needle on a particular sector of the market and the other institutions follow. And David, they're not moving a few hundred dollars worth of shares. They're moving a few hundred billion dollars worth of shares. So when they make a move and they sell, it moves the needle. And then all of the individual investors uh, see that. And so that's why you see these waves happen. It's the same thing in cryptocurrency. We talked about that uh, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, you know, People were asking if they should or should not invest in crypto. And I remember one of the things that I shared then was you have to be willing for crypto to take a 50 to 100% drop overnight because, because guess what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know now david there are a lot more cryptos out there so yeah. the, the market's getting flooded with various cryptos yeah and they're only as valuable as their momentum behind them you know in my and this is my opinion here but you know if you have a crypto that has a you know a very small pool of people that are participating in it well that doesn't have a whole lot of staying power versus a crypto that has a lot of uh you know market cap a lot of dollars invested into it um the thing that is interesting to me is that the fed the federal reserve now is in discussions about creating a united states backed cryptocurrency yeah, yeah yeah so talk about oxymorons here the whole idea about crypto is that it's decentralized the central banks can't control it the federal government isn't supposed to be able to control it yeah so now you have the fed saying well we want to get in we want to have a federal cryptocurrency it'll be very interesting to see how that shakes out over the next months and and i would say probably a year or two yeah and there's some interesting things as well because i know uh, paypal is thinking about coming out with some sort of uh, cryptocurrency that's being that um, is backed by actual the dollar, which is so it's, they wanted to be more stable. Kevin, I was noticed that though, so Biden, this this letter came out that the Biden administration reportedly is preparing an executive order concerning cryptocurrencies to be issued as early as sometime February 2022 in preparation of various federal federal agencies are assessing risk and opportunities posed by digital currencies. The second, the senior administration officials have held various um, a series of meetings on the matter sources indicate. So news, when news comes out like this, Kevin, um, is this as you're talking about how people in the market can get jittery when they don't know what the future is going to hold for these type of things? You're hitting it right on the head. So news like this comes out and you see a dip across the cryptocurrency board, right? because the market reacts negatively to news. You see news that the Fed is planning to hike interest rates. 
so you see massive flight from stocks. Mm -hmm. These things, they're cyclical. They happen time and time again. And we can't predict when these types of things happen or how long or how severe they, they will happen. But what we do know is that they do happen. And our markets in general, they're always cyclic and cyclical. So they, on average, if you go way back to before the Great Depression, David, and you look at our financial markets, on average, they're rising for about five and a half years and falling for one and a quarter. Five and a half okay. up, one and a quarter down. Five and a half up. And you can look at it. You can see our, our market curve. It's like a staircase that's going up. And there's up steps and there's down steps. There have always been more up steps than down steps. The up steps have always outpowered the down steps. But it's what we do during a time like this where the market just had its worst week last week uh, since the, the worst week of 2020, since inflation last year was the worst that it's been since 1981, yeah. um, you know, 40 years. When things start getting more expensive, when the market starts falling and you have uh, all of these forces converging, that's where we need to take a gut check. Um, that's the thing that I'm helping people with every day. And I would say, you know, for those, for people, if you're listening, if you're concerned about your retirement, if you're concerned about your 401ks and your nest eggs and how do I do this or what do I do? That's what I do. And, and I'm here to help Catholics. That's, that's my mission. Yeah. And it's good. It's, it's important to have someone like Kevin in your life uh, to reach out to him is because you don't have to do this alone. I was looking at my, my portfolio, uh, you know, just a one year inventory. And I was looking at everything that I invested in on my own at the beginning of the last year. Um, all of the just private stocks, all of them, except for one of them, either stayed about the same or went down. Only, only, only good decision I really made was on Ford, uh, Ford Motor Company. <laughs> and uh, that's the one I didn't think was going to do well. So it's good to have professional that can really guide you through these, through these markets. And, and Kevin, uh, Colin had a question. Sure. And we have, let me see, we about like we have about five minutes left on the show. So he says, if our country ever fell into massive financial collapse, this is a hypothetical. So if our country yep. ever fell into a massive financial collapse, what danger would personal savings and 401k come under? Um, and so, and that's, I think that's a great question because we have the FDIC um, insurance, but uh, so but how does all that play into and people are trying to do the right thing, but if a massive collapse happened, what hope do we have? That, uh, it's a great question caller and let you in on a little secret. These are the, the nerdy conversations financial advisors like to have over a beer uh, at the brewery. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, my dad is a retired financial advisor. So we have these kinds of conversations often. And I would say number one, um, if something like that were to happen, um, it would be bigger and beyond any of our control. And at that point, you have to just go with whatever is coming your way, you know, whatever God sends your way at that point. Um, if you would like, I would encourage you to look up the Great Depression and on the U.S. government confiscating gold. Um, it just gives you kind of perspective that, you know, when things get really, really bad, uh, governments start getting desperate. And when governments start getting desperate, weird things happen. Like in the Great Depression, when they took people's gold away from them. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, the caller is, is, what the caller is really asking about is the collapse of the dollar. 
So if the U.S. dollar just collapses, well, ultimately, we're, it's not going to matter how many dollars you have in your savings account because they're not going to mean anything. Yeah. You know, this is an extreme hypothetical. Um, and if it does happen, then so be it. It happens. I would not spend I would not spend one more minute if I were you worrying about the collapse of our economy, because there is no way to prepare for that mm. other than having a giant group of like minded people on a huge plot of land, self-sufficient with walls that you can protect your food like you know come on yeah. like that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the solution and I, so. that just never really works well if you watch walking dead like i have been for the last 10 seasons <laughs> so <laughs> a couple uh, more i'm scared of that show <laughs> i can't watch it we got a couple more questions uh let's we'll see if we have time for we have about a couple minutes um inflation and somebody um people a few people in the in the in the um wanted you to see if you had another comment about inflation. What, what do you have in, in a moment about what's going on with inflation? Yeah, so inflation is, um, it's, a, it's a lagging metric. So we feel inflation first, and then we see the numbers after. So over 2021, you went to Menards and you felt like, I can't afford that two by four anymore because it's 10 times the cost that the two by four used to be. And then you get to the end of 2021 and you see what inflation actually was over the years. So inflation has gone haywire because of all the supply chain issues we talked about, because of the massive influx of cash into people's hands that they then use to spend on things that they've been holding off on. Um, you know, people were putting improvements on their homes and people were buying new cars and people were putting on a new deck and people were doing all sorts of stuff in 2020 and 2021. Inflation is a result of all of that. Um, but now we have a number for it. Now we say, wow, inflation was seven, eight percent. That's really high when it's been one percent or half a percent over the last several years. Inflation is always happening. Remember this. It's always happening. So we can prepare for it for the long term. It doesn't have to scare us. But yeah, we are dealing with it right now. So try to save a little extra. Awesome. Kevin Pilon, thanks for coming on again, man. We'll see you next month. Um, you can find Kevin online, Kevin Pilon. We got links to him. Make sure you look him up, ask him a specific question. He's the type of Catholic financial advisor you want in your life. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, David. See you next and, month. And thank you for tuning in. I'll be back same time next week, same place. I look forward to conversing with you again. In between time, visit me at davidlgray.info. Until then, until next time, remember, Jesus loves you and is there for you. And live your life like salvation matters. And may the abundance of our Lord's blessings and favors fall upon you. Thank you.